between what is said but not meant and what is meant but not said, relationships are lost. Thanks for joining the CC America podcast, where we are getting mentally fit through testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. We hope you enjoy the show. Thank you and welcome to a live taping of the CC America podcast. I am your host, Tamaria Jordan, and I have the pleasure of welcoming back to the show, Mrs. Tammy Gator. Welcome, Tammy. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are so excited to have you back on the show. And for any of our guests who have listened to the show in the past, you may recall hearing Tammy on episode four, Fearless, A Message from Mothers, episode 11, Let Me Live, and also episode 13, Woman to Woman. So tonight you are in for a treat. Tammy Gator is the CEO and founder of Bluff City Leadership, where she helps people strengthen their professional and personal relationships through communication. She is a certified communication coach who believes bridging the gap between what is said and what is meant adds intrinsic and quantifiable value to any person, family, or workplace. Tammy is also the creator of the Butterfly Evolution Radio Show, which airs on Blog Talk Radio on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time with her co-host, Rodney Jordan. She also goes live on Facebook, so you can definitely check her out. She is also the former host on the Bridging Talk Show, which airs on Preach the Word Worldwide Network. Tammy is definitely someone you should get to know. Her messages of hope, transformation, and inspiration are both powerful and life-changing, and I'm so excited to have her back on the show tonight to drop some more nuggets and gems about what we can do to improve our communication. So I'd like to kick the show off by turning it over to you so that you can tell our guests a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Thank you, Tamari. And thank you again for having me back on the show. I have truly enjoyed watching and listening and learning from what you do and the people that you have on as well. So a little bit more about me. You've said quite a bit, um, but I just one thing I'd like to add, and this is kind of something I've grabbed on here lately, is that I'd like to think that I have become a student of my life, like just a student to what is happening before me and how can I learn, grow, and improve the way that I communicate with myself and others. So basically, I'm just, um, I'm open. I'm, I'm open and unattached at the same time. And that's pretty, pretty new for me, just pretty new. So, and I'm enjoying it. Difficult sometimes, but I'm enjoying the process. Very nice. And I love how you put that, a student of life. In my life, like I, w- I want to be very intentional of what's happening around me and trying to use it rather than react to it and throw it away. Like I want it to mean something to my personal growth. So I'm, I'm looking at things as an opportunity to do that. Like, why are you here? Why is this situation here? Uh, what is God trying to purge out of me or put in me, you know, um, change? What is he wanting me to see about myself? Whereas Tamaria, typically before, it was always easy to blame someone else for me. Like it was always easy to say, I'm feeling like this because of this, that, or the other, or because of this person. Um, 
and I'm not taking anything away. It is very possible, but whatever it is, if I make it about me, then I am certainly going to win something there. Like something's going to happen internally for me that will make me see differently, um, love differently, grow differently. Uh, it puts it back on me. So it's kind of what I've said all along, but I feel like I've caught up with it. I've gotten closer to it myself now. Nice. And I think that's funny because so often people see us behind the scenes, like they see you doing this, they see me doing this, and they think, they may think that we think we have it all, or they may think that we've reached a certain place in life, and it's totally opposite for me. I'm trying to reach that place or a different place every day, and I do that, again, by looking in, inward first or, and trying to see what is it, what is it that God is wanting me to see, or perhaps help someone else see, but I still start with me. I try to. I love that, um, how you said you look inward every day, because most of us may look inward on occasion or when something comes up, but to really take an introspective look every single day, that's commendable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's it's difficult. Awesome. It's just commendable is difficult too. <laughs> so what inspired you to start this work of going down the path of helping people and relationships grow and others increase and improve their communication? Coming to a, a dying to live myself. Like I came to a point where I was truly dying, if not already dead internally. I felt spiritually dead. I felt like I felt hopeless. And all the while I'm feeling this way again, I think I shared this on another show. I don't think people really um, if some people may have, they maybe have seen it, but they didn't acknowledge it because I, it was not my intention for them to know. And so now I want everybody to know that some days I just wake up and I don't know why I feel the way I feel and why do I feel like I'm going through. Um, but the difference is now, again, I try to take responsibility for those emotions, um, those feelings without becoming emotional like I try to take the emotion just like the thought captive and I try and I'm, I'm telling you guys this I don't always make it through right like that just just like that sometimes I find myself the end of the day or the next day really coming out of it but I, I'm thankful that I never really go deep and there's one thing Tamaria before we get going too too much I don't know if you can see this but this was inspired by the book that you may have, I don't know if you sent me this book or I purchased the book, but you told, you're the reason. So can you see this? Yes, so you remember Miracle, morning. Miracle Morning. All of this came from that. Nice. You sent me to, right? And this as well. Like, I don't know if you can see this, but I have my Silence Affirmation Vision. It's, it's Savers, which is Silence Affirmation Vision, Exercise Reading Scribe. And then, of course, this is me. The greatest is love, which is what we talked about today. I love that. Uh-huh. And um future million millionaire on board. I'm faithful, I'm strong, no attachments. I remember, oh my gosh. And that's where I feel like I'm working on now, just being unattached to stuff. So interesting. Um, be impeccable with my words, be still pray. I am meditating um quite often now. So th this is just, I mean, this is it. And like, there's, 
time for action. I really need to work more on, on not procrastinating sometimes. I will find myself in my head. And so over here, action things changes action. Action changes things. I don't know if you guys can see that, but it's attitude, education, dedication, motivation, responsibility, um, things I wanted to grow in, personal growth and development, spirituality, health, fitness. I'm really succeeding in that area. Well, maybe not so much because it's winter, but um, certainly I changed <laughs> that walking more. I'm able to ride a bike the full length. So this nice. is just hopefully to encourage you guys to come up with your own. It may not be a miracle morning, but it could be a miracle night, whatever it is, right. whatever it works for you. But but you introduced that book to me, um, The Miracle Morning. And I think Very nice. uh, I thought maybe I had the book with me too, but I kind of just took the book and made, made it my own. I love All because of Tamaria. Jordan. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love that you did yeah. that. Um, yeah. I will say that when I was more diligent in saying my daily affirmations, waking up, making sure I had time to meditate and pray and really be intentional about my day, I felt like my day went a lot smoother. Yeah. Um, and I will say lately, I've kind mm -hmm. of gotten off track sometimes where I don't say maybe my affirmations first thing waking up. And so when the storms of life is what I'll call it, when things don't necessarily go the way we plan or there's a, a blip in communication, your day can mm -hmm. fall off track. But when you have all of those positive things that you've said to yourself first thing in the morning, that does help keep you in a right. certain headspace. So do you look at that board every single right. morning? I don't. I don't look every morning at all. Like I recently bought it back out. Okay. Um, I used to have it in my war. I had it in my war room, which I have, um, I've revamped. So I'm, my, my war room is being redone. So I have all of my war room stuff kind of put in a box. And so this, when the war room is finished, it will go back up and I will see it daily because that's where I do better in my own space. Like I do better in having something that war room was a save, a lifesaver for me because it created a space in a space. This is, this is again, different for everybody because what might work for me may not work for you. So it's about finding what does. But for me, just having a place that I can call my own, that I can go in and out as, as I please. And, it, and it, for me, it felt like I left, like I was the only one on the planet. Like everything outside of that room did not exist when I was in there. So that's when I saw this, daily because I would go even if it was just to step in there and take a deep breath I would go in there and so um now I've been more with the meditating um certainly the affirmations but listening to things while I sleep that are supposed to go to your subconscious um I've been looking at things like becoming more aware um so in all of this I mean plays into that so no I don't look at it every day but again it's funny how especially the one that stands out now is the no attachments. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't planning on doing this tonight, but when I came around, I was like, you know what? I think I should share that. Cause Tamaria inspired, was inspired by Tamaria. Um, so <laughs> when I think about the no, <laughs> so it's cool. The no attachments and the fact that we did that brief show today on love and love is at the center of this. So it kind of puts things in perspective and in a, in a sense, you, it's amazing how these things will come forward um, kind of effortless, effortlessly 
but not effortlessly. Because again, I love putting my earpieces in when I wake up at night and listening to, I may listen to songs, I may listen to Proverbs, I may listen to music with a black screen so that it's playing in my ear, but anything that's feeding me positively while I'm sleeping, because they say that is the time that we soak things like that in. And it helps us when we wake up. Like you, if you, if you have that in your spirit going, rotating while you're sleeping, when you wake up, it, it helps. It may not make everything go away, but it helps you when you're awake. So That's I wanted really to share that advice. because- you inspired it. Yeah. Thank you. And thanks for sharing that even about sleep, because I think sometimes we may not even think about the messages that we're putting into our subconscious, as you mentioned. So I know sometimes I'll go to sleep and I will hear a commercial replaying over and over to the point that when you wake up, you almost know the commercial by heart. So to your point, being able to listen to and meditate on inspirational topics has the same effect. It's just a more positive effect and a beneficial right. effect where mm-hmm. you can really see a difference in your life. So, and thank you for being open and sharing, you know, what you've done to help affirm yourself and help keep you going. So what really inspired you when you think about the work right, that you've right. done in communication, what situations I guess happened or change the path that you were on to give you that drive to help people communicate better? Okay. So I missed a little bit of that. So you said what situations and I've heard to communicate better at the end. I was asking what types of situations drove you to focus your attention on how people communicate. Like I know your, your show, the butterfly evolution, you created it to help people who were dying to live. And you mentioned that a little Mm -hmm. bit earlier on in the show as well, realizing that you were dying and you wanted to live and being able to give Mm -hmm. other people that message of hope and transformation, just like the butterfly. But what other situations gave you that passion to want to help other people, like as individuals, to help couples, and to also Mm -hmm. help people in the workplace? Well, I got to a point, and again, it all kind of comes back to me. It got to a point where, okay, so you guys know how with food, what we take in, it it must come out. It has to come out, or we will start to get sick, um, not feel our best, fatigue, and all of that is no different than words. Like, we take in so much that causes us again to have those feelings those emotions but rarely do we say what needs to be said to the person that it needs to be said to and the temperament um at the right time of course is important but i would choose you just saying it rather than never saying it at all and so i realized in a sense we as as children most of us were taught to respect adults and not say this, you cannot say this, even if it's really the way that you feel. And, and I'm, I'm an advocate for kids, like kids are people too, they have feelings. So we should be taught to speak, speak those words, but speak them respectively as we should as adults as well. So I got to a point where I just got sick and tired of people walking over me, talking over me and taking my um, my wanting to be respectful and kind 
Um, but at the all, all, all the while, I realized that I'm not doing myself a service or the people in my life if I don't speak up about what's going on or what I think is going on so that I can get that understanding. So I was just full of words. I was full of words. Um, and, and again, like you read at the beginning between what is said, but not meant and what is meant, but not said relationships are lost. And we are so, we, we are so gung ho or so ready to say the things that preserve our ego. Like, um, I make the, 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 it's just put out there. I like people to see it in this way. And I'll take a relationship. You know, if you're in a heated argument and someone says, you know, I'll just leave, I'm just going to leave. It's so easy to say, well, go bye. When really that's not what we mean, because as soon as that person, oftentimes, as soon as that person walks out the door, you're in tears, you're in, you're crying, you, then the right. effect of it all, it hits you. So rather than stop and say, Hey, I, I'd rather you not leave. Let's just turn this conversation down or off for a minute. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Granted, I don't always say that and do that. I always regret when I don't. And I'm here on this side talking to you guys about it. So make no mistake, that's really important for me, for me that people know I am not and never will be the expert, meaning I don't always do what I tell you guys to do. I regret it afterwards, but sometimes I get caught up in the heat of my moment and I say the wrong words. I respond, I react rather than respond. Um, the difference is I call myself out on it afterwards and sometime in the midst I'm, I'm instantly just like what am I doing here what am I doing so it's forever a grow it's, it's you're forever growing and that's why I mean by being a student to your life and allowing your points in life where you see where you've grown but acknowledging those areas that you see where you are still you have more weakness than you'd like to there. So it was just a matter of getting sick and tired of sick and tired of not expressing myself um, in a healthy way. So, and I, and I've had some, some, I feel that that has caused many issues, not just in my life, but in the lives of the people that I love with not saying what needed to be said. So That's I hope a that really good question. point. It, that does, because you're right. Many of us, if we take a step back, we would realize that there's a lot of things that goes unsaid or um, things that might frustrate us that we hold in. Mm -hmm. So all those words and those thoughts, and like you said, whatever mm -hmm. is in you must come out. And it's true. And I, I guess that's why the word right. says from, from our heart, that's where the issues of life are like those things flow from our heart because they're inside and they do have to come out. So it's interesting that you put it that way because many of us probably it will cause the heart to become bitter. Like it will yeah. create a bitter heart. You will. Yeah. It would create bitterness, anger. Sometimes we don't know where those things are coming from because again, and it doesn't allow the people to be free or you to be free because it again, um, it could be that one time where you do say, well, just go by. And I, and I say this, there are a lot of people that are not together today, not because they don't love each other, but because they didn't take the time to express the love that they did have for each other. It was, it was easier for them to save their ego and their pride and just let the person go. 
or people. So right. really important to get those words out. Very true and a very good point. Um, what I guess another question that I have for you is based on what you have seen from the various mm -hmm. people that you've talked to, the couples that you've helped, um, the on-the-job communication mm -hmm. that you've mm -hmm. helped people break through those barriers, what has been maybe your most life-changing takeaway from what you've observed through those conversations? That the communication, the proper or the effective communication has not happened. It is not taking place. We have adult people putting themselves in childlike situations, especially in the workplace, especially in the workplace and especially in marriages um, where you have this, this, this explosion that has happened, but not because um, it's because of those small things that have been allowed to grow unseen, unheard of, unturned, undealt with or not dealt with. So it's seeing that people, people, grown people, hurting people hurt people, basically, is seeing the pain and the bondage continue because someone, someone will not speak up. Someone will not say to that boss or, or to that employee, no, this is how we operate. This is the way that you will do it. And that's it. And so and same thing in marriage, everybody is, again, we're, we're happy to say those things that, that save us, but we're not happy to get down to the dirty truth. It's interesting that people are just so afraid. We'd rather get mad, get angry, quit, um, act childlike, um, act like we don't see or hear, especially in the workplace, uh, tell the wrong people, especially in the workplace again, um, and even in marriages and so forth, because we'll go tell um someone else really how we feel before we tell our spouses and I think that's for many many reasons but it's really setting yourself up for the divorce because one day one more thing is going to become the thing but it's not the thing it's all the things it's all <laughs> the things that have been gone undone you know right. it's all those things that we have try to just let simmer but um I heard and this has nothing to do with the the male or female but I heard this or I read this quote that said no it wasn't I was looking at TV and this lady said to the, it was a judge said to this man I can't even say that you're a bad guy it's just that she did not expect much of you and so I think we do, we do that. Like we expect things of people, but we don't verbalize it. We don't say, I need this. I wish you would do this. You make me feel like this when you do this. or when you say things like this, we won't say those things. And so it could be that the person thinks, okay, well, we're good. And she, or she's good. He's good. Um, and that, that it, I won't say it can break down a relationship and that's with anybody. It will break a relationship down. It will break the person down because again, you're holding all this in and that's, that's just, you can't do that. Just like with food, you cannot keep food in you forever that you take in. Right. You cannot, you cannot. Because so, it ultimately ends up making you sick. 
And exactly. to your point earlier, that's where that bitterness and all those things come in right. into play. Or you right. are no longer happy on the job that you once loved because of those things that love. I said. Love. I love, I like that. Um, right. And they I, once loved you. Yeah. Right. It's so funny. It's, um, it's like, okay, when the honeymoon period ends, and I know you and I, Tammy, we had talked about that, the hedonic treadmill, how after a while people mm-hmm. get off that treadmill and they get used to a certain thing. They get used to the person so they don't do the things they used to do or don't say the things they used to say. And it's that treadmill. It's literally like the hamster just running around in a circle. And after exactly. a while, we just do the same things and what we love, we don't end up loving anymore because we've allowed it to kind of fizzle out or die. Or to your point, we never said the things that we should have said or expressed what our needs are. Right. I think we buy into the um, this thing of newness and the chase and getting it. But I, I, that speaks more of more for who the person is. Cause I know I used to tell Brandon, um, and I used to get a lot of kickback off of this, but I would tell him, save the stakes for your wife. Like when you're dating, you know, I'm sorry, but the girl that you just meet for and going out on a first date, y'all need to go to the park, take a walk with some sandwiches and I mean, homemade sandwiches <laughs> and that kind of thing. Save, save the steak dinners <laughs> for the, the, the potential wifey. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, <laughs> because you don't, you don't want to get caught up. I mean, really, and, and I'm not saying someone that you are dating should, should never get the steak, but we don't start out with the steak. I'm sorry. You know what? That's a good point. You because most start people- out with the steak. Save that. <laughs> you're right save it because they can't keep it up sometimes it's like they start out with the steak and then you end up with hot dogs and pork well yeah hot dogs and pork and beans for dinner when you get married <laughs> if that, if that. <laughs> oh if that's that too all. funny yeah I mean, and so that's that's an it, it <laughs> if you get anything at all it's like we were talking about the fixing the fixing the plate for your for your spouse and it was mainly about the man. And I, and I thought about this afterwards. Like, I wonder how many women would have felt honored or like, yeah, I'm going to fix my man's plate when she was dating him. Like, she's fixing point. it. And, and, and then I thought about this. Like, the woman at home is complaining about or may complain about fixing the man's plate. But the 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 Barbara and Sh- the Shirley, hello yes. Barbara and Shirley. Okay, so <laughs> Barbara would fix his plate first before she fixed her kids, not their kids. While he's visiting her, he would he would get the plate fixed over there. You right. see what I'm saying? Like, and we have to think about that because I bet you, like you said, when you're dating, they probably. I mean, when you're dating, yeah, I'll fix your plate. Yeah, Everyone's I'll on go, their best you behavior. Want- you want chicken? I want chicken. You want a hamburger? I eat a hamburger. But right. after that, like I don't want no hamburger. <laughs> I don't even like. Look, I don't even like beef. <laughs> but you didn't find like that hamburger. out. <laughs> it's after the, the fact. That's so true. Yeah. I ate it just so that you would like me. That's so funny. Yeah. It's interesting how but now that I got works. you. <laughs> exactly. Now yeah. I don't have to do that work. 
So I think you bring up a lot of good points about the communication expectations and what you just talked about is setting the proper expectations, because like you said, you're going on a first date. Why are you taking someone out for a steak dinner? Like you said, save that for wifey. Like (laughs) that was good advice because it's, it's really about or the engagement ring or something. Right. You're really, you were helping him. Right. I feel like you were trying to help him set the proper expectations so that, you know, when it came time for him to settle down and build a family, there was something reserved for his family and that that special person in his life. Set her aside from just the regular girl that you didn't choose, you know, that makes her really different. Right. Yeah, that you she deserves the steak if she wants it every night or but something because again, you don't want to be doing that for every girl that you meet. And and I right. would I would think as a woman would respect that because we're in a time where things are different cost-wise and so forth. So I would think a woman that was wife potential would would really respect the part the walk in the park, the sandwich, the picnic baskets. And that that will truly tell you a lot about the woman and if, if, she, if she's going to make it to the steak dinner, you know? So it's a lot in that. All really good points. So how do you help people bridge those communication gaps? Can you tell us the tool that you use um, with your couples or with individuals to help them understand how they communicate and how they can better communicate with others. Absolutely. So um, with Bluff City Leadership, what we do and what I require for everyone that I'm going to work with, I require them to take the assessment and it's called the life language assessment. So similar to the love language, like we all have um, a love language or love languages in order. And we're all different in what we need and expect. It's good to verbalize that. It's good to know that. But what I like to tell people is before you are, before you started to love someone else, you have, you have to love yourself. And in loving yourself, you have to know who you are and not just who you are, why you are. Why do you respond to life, love, people, circumstances, situations, the way in which you do? So for example, for me, I always knew something like, I just, it was something that I could not connect with about myself. Um, but after seeing the, taking the assessment and it was funny because my son at the time shared with me, cause he could see this was in coming up to 2014. Um, he could see coming back home from college and so forth. And I remember he pretty much just grabbed me like, mom, you have got to do something. It's kind of like, I went into this, I think it all started when he went off to college because I had put so much into being a single mother. It was my way of escaping and not dealing with with, with my own stuff. I focused on raising my son, um, working and just trying to do the best to keep it all afloat um, and make sure that he had a better chance at it than I felt like I had been with. So when he went off to college, there was no me. There was no me to do any. I didn't know what, there was no me. So me didn't know what to do. And I know that's not (laughs) grammatically correct, but there was no me. So me did not know what to do. And so I kind of, um, I kind of just twiddled my thumbs and, 
and really went into a, a depression. I mean, I really did. And again, that was during the time I'm still, I'm doing um, Butterfly Vision radio show. You know, I'm, I'm faking the funk. Um, all the while, I'm continually feeling like, continuously feeling like I'm dying to live. Like there, where's my life? So I did, I, I, I had to take um, the assessment and I just cried when I got the results because it finally answered questions for me that I did not know I had. Like, it was just, okay, this is why I do this. This is why I feel this way. And so it kind of said to me, you're not crazy. Some of this is just your DNA. It's the way that you operate. It's the way that your clock ticks. This is your filter. This is how people connect with you. So when people miss my filter, we're already going on a downward spiral, spiral anyway. Same with the, the love language. So before I can love you and you love my language or know my language, I have to understand who I am and what, what causes that to be my language. So um, I use that tool. And then I, with couples, I require both of them to take it. I meet with them individually. And then I meet with them together as well, because no matter who you're connected with, you still are a person. You still have things that you like. You still have things that you that fulfill you. Becoming one doesn't mean you lose yourself, because if you lose yourself, you're not becoming one. You're becoming the other person. Becoming one. I love the quote in the saying where they have the I guess it's like a dog and it says, um, being connected or something, these are my words, but like being married and connected is like flying and getting your wings to move at the same, you know, time and, and, and all of that. Just beautiful, just to think about it, like two people becoming one body, but keeping those wings, but their wings coincide, like their wings learn how to fly together. You know, like with an airplane, one wing can't be down and the other one, up all the time right has to level out. <laughs> and so um I use that and I try to help the other person as well see that this is a whole person that has a life experiences that happened before you and those experiences have helped shape who you who you've married or who you've who you are working with so just because you have this this idea and these expectations of this person and sometimes and most times unexpressed ideas and unexpressed unexpressed um, expectations when they're they're not expressed so the person does not know and then you try to add that to them trying to fit your world you you're causing a bomb like you're causing friction so it it really just helps people understand themselves so that they can help the person understand who they are. And once you have an understanding, it's like a foundation that you can build around without shaking the foundation. Because Tamara, you and I, we're, we're both women, beautiful, um, spiritual, loving, kind women, but, but we won't work for everyone. And still, because we have all that in common, we're as different as night and day. 
Right. Your needs should be different from mine. And so it's about not putting yourself or anybody else in a box in your box, you know? So it's really about creating understanding for people to understand themselves and understand others. And the two questions, what do you need from me and how do you need it? So those are two questions that I ask people to internalize. What do you need from yourself and how do you need it? And are you willing to give those things to yourself? And, and how, like, how would you do that? And would you be okay with doing it? And if you can do that for yourself, you can do that for others. If you can do that for yourself, you can help others do it for you. You can, you can have people saying, okay, what does Tamaria need? How does, how does she need it? And those people that care about you, they're gonna wanna answer those questions for you. What do you need from me, Tamaria? Even if it's something that I don't need for me, Tamaria needs it for her. Right. She might need the affirmation, might need the, the compliment, all those things. How little is that to give to and for the people that you love? And again, you guys, I have to grow up in this daily. Like I have to, because it's, it's really easy. The world has made it easy for us to be um, egotistic, to be selfish, right. self-centered, uh, me, 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 um, all that, all those things. So it's about awareness of self and using that as a tool to want to be aware of other people and their feelings and what their needs are. So that's what that is. It's the most, and I'm not saying that because I'm not one to get caught up in assessments. I never had been. So it was hard for me to even go and do this, but I really felt like my back was against the wall. And with having a a broke son who said, you got to do something. And if you want to go do it, I'll pay for it for you. And I'm like, oh Lord, he don't have any money. How's he going to pay for it? <laughs> something must be really wrong. He was so, worried. And so um, that's good. It just woke me up. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But his worry, a God thing as well, because just me being there, him worrying, he, his worrying about it, caused me to do something about it that has right. allowed me to, I really believe, save some marriages that were on their way out the door. And I was their last stop. Thank God. Mm. Because so had I not gone through some of those things, I would have wanted to, I don't think I would be doing the assessment. I don't think I'll be doing the couples coaching. Um, I don't think I would personally be um, in, in a relationship or with myself or anybody else. I don't think right. I would be where I am now had I not gone through this process myself. That speaks volumes. So. It, it shows that um, exactly yeah. what you say on your show that you are truly dying to live, but you're also transforming. You're doing things different. You're making different decisions and you mm -hmm. were able to receive what he was telling you because sometimes he could have had those great intentions like, mom, you have to do something, but mm -hmm. you had to be ready to walk into that place. So because you were yeah. open to it, and yeah. I think sometimes a lot of us, we may say we are, we may think that we are, but because we're not ready to make the change, like to your point earlier about exercising, it's a daily work, but we have to be open to it. Um, and as someone who has taken the assessment, mm -hmm. I think it is very, very helpful. Can you tell individuals how they can take the assessment? or how they can get in contact with you? Okay, so it's bluffcityleadership.com. 
Again, bluffcityleadership.com. And basically that's about leading people in building and maintaining healthy professional and personal relationships. So you can go on to bluffcityleadership.com. You can scroll down just a little bit. It's all over the place. Take the assessment. There's two assessments. There's the personal and there is the professional. Um, I call it standard and premium, but it's the same. So one of them, you just get a bit more information. I really encourage you to take the one that gives you all of the information because it measures your temperament, your stress, how acceptable you are to stress, intrusion, and things like that. So, but certainly either one will give you a bundle of information to start. The plus side to that, if you start with the standard one, you're able to upgrade and get the remaining information if you'd like, just by paying a small difference in the cost. So bluffcityleadership.com, you can contact me at Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y at bluffcityleadership.com. And again, B-L-U-F-F city, C-I-T-Y, leadership.com, or you can call me at 901-431-3071, or look me up on Facebook. Uh, We have the Bluff City Leadership page, the Butterfly Evolution page, Tammy Gator as well. Um, And I just like to say, anyone who does take the assessment, I give you a free consultation. I briefly go um, go over it enough so that if you could not afford to do the coaching sessions with me and how many coaching sessions depend on depend on what you really are looking to get out of it however if 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 you utilize what let me get this back on if you utilize the the free consultation it is enough for you to um get something out of it now certainly the the coaching beyond that is good i typically and I kick myself probably in saying this, but I tell couples, if you need more than four sessions with me, then I suggest you really go back and decide if this is what you want. That's not for me to decide, but I feel like if you've married, if you've gotten to the point where you've walked down this aisle and you've said these, these, uh, you made this commitment, this vow to each other, and because the, the consultations are, extensive like they're they're intense we get down to it and I think four sessions is enough for you guys for adults to go back home and apply what they've learned and then from there just do touch-ups but um I don't want to have anybody coming in for 10 12 to 20 weeks consecutively because I want you to learn and apply and that gives me space to bring other people in and push them out as well. So yes, I could continue to take people's money, 12, 15 weeks and all this. I prefer you do the four, go do the work, come back to me once every six months or so, or when things blow up and blow out. But you never know if you've gotten it, if you're not home applying it. I don't wanna hold people above water I want them to stand up and put their heads above the water um, and just yell for help if you need if you find yourself sinking so four sessions is usually more than enough 
And again, I've had people to do more than four, even individuals, I've had them do more than four, but it's something very specific and very um, deep. Like there's something, usually there's something that they are avoiding, that they're avoiding dealing with. Um, and one example, I had a young lady and I'll be quick with this. We just, we just kept sinking. We just kept like, we weren't getting anywhere. And it came down to her addressing her father about some things, about feelings. And she's a grown adult woman now, but she needed to, and, and I had her write him a letter and I said, do what you want with it. So amazing that I found myself doing the same thing after taking a breaking a, a class dealing with damaged emotions. So I told her, I said, just, and so God takes our stuff, you guys, and he just he, help people heal because you get an understanding. You, you have an understanding because you've gone through it. So the same thing that I found myself doing, I was able to share with her. And just writing the letter opened her heart up. Like it, it helped her heal. So it's, that's what it's about. Very nice. That definitely, I can imagine, would be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Can you also share how people can listen to the Butterfly Evolution radio show? Absolutely. Right now, the best way I would say, because we're we are in a we're at a time where we're trying to determine if we're going to stay on the Block Talk Radio platform. Um, so right now, what we've been doing is going live on Facebook, uh, seven o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, you will usually find, you can actually, I always tag Tamaria in it, um, Rodney as well, Rodney Jordan as well, Tamaria's hubby, and um, I'll have it on mine, and if we have someone else in as a guest, I'll typically tag them as well, so if you just go on there and look for the live, what's, who's live, or go to the page, uh, Tammy Gator, and I'm going to start pulling the Butterfly Evolution page in as well, but it'll be best just to look on our pages and join us there. So 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, and if that changes, we will post it on our pages so you can keep up with it there. And then the ButterflyEvolution.org, I forget about that, but you can you can go there and listen by clicking on the link as well. So um, ButterflyEvolution.org is the site for the Butterfly Evolution radio show. Very nice. And can I just toot Tammy's horn? Um, She created this show, um, well, now probably over 10 years ago, and she has impacted almost 100,000 people. Their show has over 90,000 downloads. So I just want to commend you for doing the work, being committed, and staying the course, because I think that's huge. (laughs) And to think you probably... You're welcome. And when you started it, you probably had no idea that you would be able to reach so many people on a yearly basis. Mm -hmm. So I just commend you for doing that work and continuing that work. And even in what you're doing now, really helping people to communicate better, to figure Mm -hmm. out what they need and be able to communicate that with others. And then also recognizing what other people need and that we're not all the same. So you've definitely shared a lot of great tidbits tonight. Is there anything else that you would like to share regarding any of your upcoming projects or anything that um, we did not get to discuss that you would like to share with our listeners? I would. I have, um, I would like for people to go out. I, I am starting a couple of new projects 
relationship table talk. Like I really want to dig deeper into helping people connect. Um, and that's with their spouses, their, their friends, their partners, whatever, um, mothers, with their mothers, with their siblings, uh, with their children. So I have relationship table talk that I'm finally going to get um, involved in. Like, you know, we'll create things and we're doing so many things until that kind of falls off. So I'm getting ready to really launch and do interviews with couples. And I'm actually looking for couples to take the assessment, do the work and allow people, share with people how it's transforming their lives, how they're communicating better, where their challenges, challenges still lie. So if anybody is interested in saying, hey, we would love to do that because I'm telling you guys, relation, connectedness and building and maintaining um, that healthy relationship, not perfect, but healthy relationship. And healthy to me just means not if we have conflict is how do we deal with the conflict? How do we deal with it? So um, I'd like to get that going. I'd like to, I really would love to have people who have divorced and not that I promote divorce, but I'm saying this because when I say divorce, who have children and who are not clicking, who are still fighting, who, who's, who's had the children in the middle pulling, no, over here, no, me, no, not me, not him, that kind of thing. So I would love for, um, because that's more about the couple than it is the children. Like the couple is still fighting because they didn't resolve the marriage. Like they divorced, but divorce doesn't always resolve. What the hell happened? Like what happened to us? There's right. still all those unanswered questions that cause bitterness and cause you guys to still fight after you've divorced. Like you got what you want, right? So why are we still bickering and things like that? So I would love to have people who are just sick and tired of being divorced, but still married through the way that they fight so that they can stop using the children and abusing the children because I believe it is a form, this new way of parenting children in the midst of divorce, I think is abuse with all this back and forth and this arguing, you're here one day, they're the next, you're here this week, they're the next week and all these rules and you're amongst people who probably hate each other and they're your mother and your father. Like how much confusion does that give a child? So I would love to have a couple who has, have, not that I'm happy that they've decided to do it, but because they've decided, decided divorce, like, okay, how do we still stay these kids' parents and love on one another just because of that alone so that they can see that? Because the mother and the father is, is the person. The kids see themselves. You're my mom. You're my dad. I'm y'all. And if this is y'all, this is me. So... Um, that would melt my heart to see a man and a woman come in for that kind of service in order to mend their broken family in that way. Not that they're putting it back together, but they're dealing with the way that it is now. So that's what Relationship Table Talk, you can, you can find it on YouTube. I am on Facebook as well, the page. I would love for people to go out and find the page on YouTube it's buried, so you would really have to look, um, but it's there. Relationship Table Talk. Like the page, subscribe to the page. My plan is to release my book on May 1st, my birthday. So I'm going to get ready to go into the 
self-publishing phase of it here soon. Um, and I will have at least one that I'm going to drop and possibly the other one before the end of the year. But I, I don't think I'll do them both at the same time. So I'm excited about that. What else? Tamaria, help me because I think you probably know more Very than Very nice. <laughs> I know. You are on a roll with all the different things that okay. you have going on. So what you've mentioned so far, your book release, relationship table talk, changes for your radio show, The Butterfly Evolution, of course, continuing your coaching yes. through Bluff City Leadership. And then there's another. I have one more. Yes, ma'am. I know the one you're talking about. I'll, t I'll <laughs> say that too, but I was going to talk about one more. The Introducer program. Okay. Oh, yes. So, yes, And Terry is actually an introducer. If anybody would like to take the assessment, Tamari, I think you should, because of the page, because of the show and all that, they probably should go to yours, yours and do it. Um, so Tamari is an introducer of uh, the assessment, which means she can tell people about it. They can go on her page and take the assessment and she actually gets compensation for you guys taking it. Um, I still will do the free coaching for you if you go on her site and take it. She, you will help her. You will help me as well. That being said, if you'd like to be an, an introducer yourself, I would suggest you take it first and see what you get out of it so that you will know what you're talking about um, or that you've at least tried what you're trying to get someone else to try. There's compensation right. that comes with, with each profile that is taken using your personal link. You don't have to have a website. You'll get the personal link. You can share the link on your social media. You can get a business card and have the link on there. Anytime you come across couples that are going through anything or maybe they're getting married, you want to share it with them so that they can learn about each other before they do this, anything. So if you're looking for a way to earn some extra income and help people grow at the same time with minimal um, work, because it's a matter of just word of mouth, telling people, that kind of thing, um, then contact us and we'll get you started, tell you more about it. I'm actually going to be doing a, a presentation um, and I try to do it when I get enough people that are interested that I'll tell you more about it, but I'll do the one-on-one -on -one sessions as well. Um, I am, I'll, I'll say this to Mary, I am, I'm supposed to launch a, my TV show that's real. It will be this year, probably not, not probably later than sooner, just because um, I don't know. I'm really undecided if I still want to go that route because I want to be able to say what I want to say. Like, I don't want to have to hide behind my words because I mean, I can't do that. If I'm saying effective right. communication is powerful, then I may need to say this, this way to reach some people. Like I'm, I'm outside of the box and I love, love, love God. But you might need to hear some words that, 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 that you might think I don't need to say because I'm godly. Whereas I see it as if this gets you to sit down and listen, if it gets you to hear the message, then I'm all for it. And I think God is too. Now, everybody's <laughs> not gonna agree with that. <laughs> they so prim and proper and, and so Jesus down until they sleep just like this. Well, I don't. I sleep well. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> like, I don't wake up like this. <laughs> right. I have to work it. I have to work it. 
and still sometimes I have to work at it some more. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to pray about that. I really am. Because again, so. I don't want to, I'm all for people saying what they need to say, because it tells me who they are. If, if not who they are, who they are at the time and how they were feeling. So all this having people apologize for this and that and the other, hey, I want to know what's in your heart. I want to know what you're really thinking about me, anybody else, what you're really feeling. So I said, let people do them because only God has the final word. I, I, I don't, I, you may be Pharaoh, you may, you know, you may be Pharaoh. God may be hardening your heart for a reason. That's right. not for me to judge. Um, and I have to learn to get there. So I'm undecided about that. So and I'm okay sense. with it. Like before I was like, oh my gosh, this is so, it's, I don't know anymore. I just don't know anymore. So that's fair. We'll see. Well, you definitely have a lot of great things coming up. Um, again, for everyone listening, I will put the links in the show description, but I really do hope that you take some time to think about what Tammy has shared here tonight and also take a moment to think about where you have opportunities and then investing yourself. I personally invested in myself and I took the assessment and it was life-changing because it really helps you identify your quirks, why you operate the way you do. And also to Tammy's point earlier, how you can better communicate with others and building those relationships. And no, I don't always get it right either, but I know it has been very helpful for me. And I know some other people who have taken it that it has been helpful for them. So all of the things that Tammy's working on, looking forward to her book release on her birthday, um, just keep up the great work and all that you're doing. Keep inspiring us. I mean, at the end of the day, because you have been faithful, you have been able to reach as many people as you have. Imagine if, like you said, you were doing the show in 2014, but you still felt like, you know what, I'm dying to live but look at where you are now in 2021, where now you're no longer dying to live. You're fighting for yourself is what I would say. You're like, when I look at the board you know what I'm behind doing? you. I'm living to die. Like I'm living to oh, die. Oh, okay. And that's, it's changed. Like I was dying to live, but we all must leave this world. Right. And I want to leave empty. I don't want to take anything that God gave me for this side with me. Right. I want to, I want to hear, well done. I want to hear you are so empty. You are undone. Child. There was nothing else for you to do down there. Like there, that's it. I want, because that's, that's, that's God. And not that he, that, that, you know, he's so powerful and that, not that he needs our help, but right. if he's, if we believe that, he knew us before we were formed in our mother's room, that he knows the number of hairs on my head. I can't keep my 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 lids from blinking. Like I'm not my own. And right. so I have to accept that. And that, that's why I love the Pharaoh story. I bought that up a minute ago, but you guys get out of people's way. Let people do them. Let people do what God sent them to do. You know, we talk about Pharaoh and we felt some kind of way of Pharaoh. But when I got that thing, like, why do you keep sending him to somebody that you're going to have say no? When you <laughs> why do you keep doing that? Like, That's a good time, question. We, we're mad at, I was mad at Pharaoh for years. Until one day I'm reading, I'm like, wait a minute. This he was part of the plan. Yeah, 
God, God's telling Pharaoh to say no. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard. And I know there's other stuff behind it, but like, oh, so leave Pharaoh alone. <laughs> you know, I've never heard anyone put it that way, but you're right. I have myself over the last few years had that discovery moment where I said, wait a minute, God did harden his heart. So that was part of the plan. It's almost like with Hosea, he married a woman who was like kind of out there, but God knew she was going to break his heart, but it was for a purpose. Exactly. In the chapter, it's like, okay, he went through this so that you could see how the, like God's heart would be turned back to the people, even though they were wayward and went their own way. So it, it was interesting how with Pharaoh and other examples in the Bible where you're right, we think Judas, Judas, did what Judas was supposed to do. He betrayed Jesus so that he could go to the cross. So it's, that's a tough one. That's a whole other show. <laughs> but I'm Samaria. glad that you brought that up. Now, I'm going to tell you what that really is. That's a shirt. I will order that one. Oh, you're my favorite today. <laughs> oh, you know what? I like that. <laughs> True story. Now, you're my favorite. Let's talk about conversation starters. So what um, Mrs. Tammy is talking about is my t-shirt line, Confident Connotations. You can visit confidentconnotations.com, but literally the designs are created by me to um, inspire people to have a conversation. So it's a way for them to share their faith with out of the box messaging. So I like that because someone would definitely stop yeah. and be like, what do you mean? And then you have an opportunity yeah. to share your faith, but also have a conversation. So I love that. Yeah. But imagine, <laughs> but imagine your husband or your spouse, like being your Pharaoh today, you'd be able to go in there and put my picture on. Okay. I got it. You're my favorite today, but it's all good. You know? Right. <laughs> without, without saying it, like that sends a multitude of that just right. sets the stage right there. You're my favorite today. I get it. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Exactly. Like, I'm ready. I'm coming back so I can part the Red Sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put my little jeans so on true. and get my Pharaoh shirt. Yeah. I love it. That is so like funny. Look, Tammy, you're going to love this. That's real. <laughs> coming possibly coming soon so i just yeah, want yeah. to thank you so much for your time and before we end the show i usually will ask uh i will either end in prayer or ask our guests to share an affirmation but given the fact that you shared your board and your miracle morning what is one affirmation that you can leave with people that you feel like has really helped transform oh. you over the last say three to six months. I am that I am. Well, on that note, we are who we are. And until next time, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Be blessed. Thank you, Tamaria. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the CC America podcast. We appreciate you tuning in week after week and joining us for stories of faith, inspiration, and transformation. So that you never miss an update, please subscribe at www.ccamericapodcast.com. You can also follow us on all of our social media platforms at CC America LLC. You can also just search for CC America on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. 
We hope that you are encouraged and inspired by this show. If so, please don't hesitate to share the episodes or let people know that you are listening so that they too can be inspired. We appreciate your support and until next time, be blessed.